Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with sports. High school basketball action last night in the Hawkeye 10. Lewis Central 66, Council Bluffs TJ 16. That was non-conference. Also, Red Oak over Essex 53-38. Elsewhere, Fremont Mills 54, Logan Magnolia 23. Riverside over Grizzle 53-30. And Tri-Center beat West Harrison by the score 58-25. Elsewhere, Norwalk 39, Winterset 31, the Pride of Iowa Conference, Central Decatur 50, Lamoni 28, Southeast Warren 51, Roy Maxburg 34, and Des Moines Christian 50, Martinsdale St. Mary's 46 in a game of uh, rated teams and girls play. Des Moines Christian ranked third, Martinsdale St. Mary's ranked number three. Monday's high school boys area scores, TJ over Lewis Central 69-68, Riverside beat Griswold 75-39, Tri-Center Boys 75, West Harrison 35, and it was Woodward Granger 50, Glenn Ralston 39, Tri-Center 75, West Harrison 35. Clark beat Carlisle 63-49, and Norwalk 67, Winterset 56. Elsewhere, Baxter over Martinsdale St. Mary 77-57 in boys' play last night. Atlantic Head Boys basketball coach Dalton Franken says his team will need to adjust to Clarinda's two big inside players when the Cardinals and the Trojans take the court tonight at Atlantic. They set good screens for their guards, so we're going to see some ball screen action from them. And then they, uh, they can pick a pop out of it. They roll to the, the paint and post mm-hmm. up out of it. They do, a, they, do a lot of really, uh, they do a lot of things really well, so it's, we're going to have to be Locked in on the defensive end um, from the jump. There's no waiting three or four minutes to decide or decide that we want to uh, decide that we want to play. We got to be ready to play from the jump. So um, it'll be a challenging match matchup for us, but we're looking forward to it. Coach Franken's goal for his team is to improve each day. We have to have improvement every single night, right? We can't. We cannot have any players regressing. We have to be improving in all facets of the game. So we cut down on our turnovers mm-hmm. Friday night in Glenwood. Obviously, still too many of those, but we did we did uh, see improvement on that yes. end. Um, we handled Glenwood's pressure better than we handled um, things Tuesday, last Tuesday. Um, we kept them cut down on driving lanes, which really killed us in our first game. And Coach Franken says getting off to a quick start will be paramount tonight. I'd really like to see us come out and uh, swinging from the jump tonight against Clarinda. We in, in Glenwood on Friday, we waited about four minutes and. Glenwood. We took we took uh, we took a few hits from Glenwood before we uh, woke up and started fighting back. So I'd like to see us come out fighting from the tip and uh, not dig ourselves in a ten or twelve point hole to start the game. That'd be nice. And the Cardinals entered a contest with a two and one record. Tuzio leads the team in scoring, averaging thirteen points per game. Cole Baumgart twelve and Dalton Wright ten. The Trojans enter the game at zero and two. Colton Rasmussen leads Atlantic with a twenty eight point per game average, and Gavin McLaren seventeen. The game tips off at 7.30. We'll have the broadcast at 95.7 FM and live video streamed at westerniowatoday.com. Girls game first. We'll have pregame at 5.45. The tip-off at 6 for the girls with that boys game to follow. Both these games will be a live video stream powered by Nishtanet uh, on westerniowatoday.com and on the radio at 95.7 FM. The ACGC wrestling team is coming off a, a good weekend. Zach Collins has this report. Tegan Slaybaugh and Peyton Jacoby came out of the weekend with third-place finishes, but the Chargers struggled to stay up on top as they were not fully at 100% coming into the Invitational. Head coach Lane Romohart was proud to see his kids come out and compete as well as they did so early in the year. It looks for them to only get better. Yeah, overall, the weekend went well. We were 
really short um, in our lineup. We weren't even close to 100%, but um, I'm proud of the guys still coming out with third-place finish, um, even as short many guys as we were. Tegan and Peyton obviously walking away with some wins. Michael Fuller breaking to the finals, got beat by a pretty solid kid that I think we, we could probably turn the tables on later in the season. A um, couple other strong finishes from guys like Tatum Bates and Jackson Frang. Tougher day for Charlie Christensen, but overall just happy with the way it went, and uh, we're going to keep rolling, hopefully with the full lineup and get those guys back in there on Thursday this week when we head to Coon Rapids. A few wrestlers have stepped up already this season, just through the first couple of meets. One in particular was Jackson Frang, a wrestler who moved up a few weight classes and has already seen success early on. Another is Tatum Bates, as he has even shown great progression in practice and in the tournament on Saturday. Yeah, uh, we'll start with kind of the last couple of guys I mentioned there. Jackson Frank, he, he went up a couple of weight classes all the way up to 165, put on some muscle this offseason. And typically when you see those guys that are used to wrestling lighter weights and things moving at a faster pace and they go up a few weight classes, it helps them. You know, they're used to the fast pace when wrestle some heavier guys and maybe slow it down and a little more muscle bound. So he's having some success early on and Tatum Bates as well. He's just really improving technically. Things are coming together. He started wrestling a little bit later than some of the guys on the team. It's just starting to all click for him. So it was nice to see that this weekend. There will be multiple wrestlers moving around early this season in different weight classes to see exactly where they should fit this year. Coach Rumblehart is expecting his chargers to adjust to these changes throughout the season to get where they need to be. Um, the first thing is just going to be shuffling guys to get them in the right weight class. We're still working on that a little bit. Um, not everybody's where they want to be. You're going to see that on a lot of teams at the start of the season. We're really showing that on our team right now. Um, a lot of things are going to change between now and February. So once we get everyone where they need to go, I'm hoping we can still pull off enough dual victories uh, to stay in that top 24 ranking. I believe we definitely should, comparable to all the other teams around. Um, I think you know the rankings matter, obviously, to to find yourself in a regional duel at the end of the year. So the goal is to have a good enough lineup to get enough wins to stay in that conversation and then have the full lineup ready to really roll um, if we're lucky enough to find a regional. In preparation for the meet this Thursday at Coon Rapids Baird, ACGC is taking their experience with them onto the mats. If the Chargers can work on the bottom situation and get out of those sticky scenarios, the wins will come always breaking down from the fundamentals from the past weekend and where I think everybody's at. I'd like to say our team's a little bit more on the experience side than they have been in the past couple of years. We finally have a lineup that everybody seems to have at least three years of wrestling or more now, um, except maybe one or two guys. So just going to keep breaking down positions that we struggled with from the past weekend, keep reviewing the bottom bottom situation where guys are just getting caught on bottom, not getting out. Uh, and finding more ways to put guys away when we are on top, making sure we get a guy turned to his back, we, we keep him there. ACGC will take on Coon Rapids Baird, Interstate 35, and Lennox this Thursday, December 7th at 5.30 p.m. Well, Iowa freshman Owen Freeman has earned his third Big Ten honor after being named this week's Big Ten Freshman Basketball Player of the Week. His honor ties the most in program history with former Hawkeye Aaron White, who now plays for a team in the B-League. Freeman has been an impressive force on the court lately as he has averaged 10.3 points per game, shooting 62.2% for the field. He has already accumulated 15 blocks this season with five of those blocks against North Florida, which ties for the most in a game in program history with Keegan Murray in 2021. He currently ranks in fourth in the Big Ten with a total of 15 
block shots. More sports on the website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson with this sports update.